This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Very specific music. Yeah. You listen to music that I don't normally listen to. Yeah. And listening to Cast and Furious, you and Matt seem to connect a lot more on music than you and I do, which is fine. You know, it, yeah. it's not one of those things that, like, it doesn't affect us. But right. I miss that what you had with uh, rounds and breakdowns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For old pot listeners. <laughs> um, is that you would bring music to that. Yeah. And so I know this is not that show, but I do kind of think that the kind of music that you enjoy is also the kind of music, and excuse me, I'm chewing on a cough drop, uh, is also the kind of music that a lot of horror fans enjoy. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what the logistics Damn. would be because we publish a YouTube. Um, because we don't have any sponsors, I don't think the podcast itself would suffer from it. No. But it would be... It, I'm, I'm kind of like thinking... What if you did an introduction of a band or something that you like at the end of the show and kind of like do that as the closeout? Um, so because we don't monetize, I don't know if it would matter. On YouTube, I wonder if it would matter just because it's copyrighted material. Like you had a hard time getting your own copyrighted material. But we were trying to make money. That's true. So because we're not monetizing, because we wouldn't be, there would be no gain, financial gain to us. Yeah. And we, we put this on our own channel too. We don't right. publish straight to uh, GN. <clears throat> right. So I think because there's no financial gain on our end, the worst case, someone's going to be like, hey, can you just not do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because what we tried to do with rounds and breakdowns was more like, find unheard of local bands and that's yeah fucking difficult oh i'm sure um, and it, it doesn't have to just be that but i figure that right. there's a lot that you can bring to it just like you've been bringing the local wrestling stuff to it <laughs> there's a there's a lot of stuff that you're into that again is not my my wheelhouse but i enjoy listening to you talk about those things yeah and if it's a way to kind of like spread i'm not gonna say spread hate I thought you're. I thought that's what I play. I played it in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but to to get that stuff out there, you know. Yeah. Um, local bands especially, but so just in general. Yeah. No. 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 I agree. So I because this I did start recording, but so if you're listening to this, email us pod at gncast.com. Let us know if that's something you might be interested in, or if you're in a band. Um. Something like that. But yeah, that, I don't think it would be difficult. It doesn't necessarily... Like now I'm in more of these weird like Facebook groups about helping bands. I could probably get a bunch of music. But the thing is, is if I'm suggesting it, I want it to be something I like. Right. Do you know what and I mean? So I'm, I'm not asking you to do anything that you don't. And No, Nate, I'm not saying you are. I'm just... So it's like... there. Um, 
I'll figure, we'll figure something out. Like I, I could definitely suggest bands that I like, but that's gonna really just bother people. I'm wearing my Xanadu shirt, oh, <laughs> so I didn't even like notice that's, that. It's already its own problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought that would be. There's something that I think that you bring to that that is interesting and is being underserved by the fact that you don't have a show for that outlet anymore. And I don't see why it wouldn't fit here. No, it totally would fit here. Horror and... Well, I don't only listen to heavy music, but horror and heavy music kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, everybody who adds me on, on Slasher is basically like, I'm a big horror fan, I'm a big metal fan. Yeah. Uh, it makes a certain degree of sense. We're all the same kind of insane. What am I? Where the fuck am I? You're, <laughs> um, beautiful. Thank you. What the fuck? Oh, true. so I'm watching the show Mythic Quest, which is an Apple Plus show that just came out with uh, Rob Ma- from uh, it's always yes. sunny. I didn't know how to say his last name, so I was just gonna call him Mac. Um, Mac Laney. Okay, okay. Isn't there an R in there somewhere? Not saying you're wrong, but I'm like I think the R throws in me the out. Rob. I think there is. Fuck you. Anyways, um, I watched an episode. No, I totally forgot why I brought this up. There was one episode of the show that like made zero sense to the rest of the season so far. It's very confusing. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> so, it, is this your first foray into the Apple Plus? No. Or Apple TV. So, so you watch some of their other shows that they've got? Yeah, we watched Servant, the entire first season of Servant. That's the uh, M. Night? Yes. Um, How was that? It was not bad. It was a little weird. Like, Ron Weasley's in it. I like Ron Weasley. Yeah, but with, like, a really... I don't want to say bad, because his accent was pretty fucking good. But it was, like, an American accent. And it was just really hard to take him serious where, you know, he's in like this thriller type series as not Ron Weasley. He's made some really interesting choice. I mean, so is Harry. Yeah. And it's terrible that we're not using the real names. But uh, I think <laughs> you get who we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, they, they both made really interesting choices in the stuff they've done since those movies. And, and I enjoy them both in the stuff that I've seen them in. Uh, he was in, oh, he was in the, the, uh, ABC murders, which was a Hercule Poirot mystery, uh, miniseries that I think was on PBS in America, but I'd seen it on, uh, Amazon prime. And he was the inspector at Scotland Yard that was kind of like a nemesis too, but gradually grew to respect, uh, Poirot. I cannot speak that French (laughs) shit. Um, and it was uh, Malkovich. It was John Malkovich okay. was playing Poirot in that. So, yeah, it, and he was good. And and I just, but he's he's done some other cool, weird stuff. Um, sometimes he plays a goof. I just, I enjoy him a lot. So, yeah, I, I would probably be more likely to check that out because of his involvement. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like the second, uh, I think they announced or it's rumored, heavily rumored, that there's going to be a second season, which is exciting to me, I guess. Good. Um, That's a good sign that you're interested in seeing more of it. Well, I also know that they got sued, um, or they were trying to be sued by someone who had um, a TV show 
that said that they ripped it off. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember reading something about that by someone who had. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I, the chat didn't come up. It says it's disabled, so I went to open the live video, and I wasn't quick enough to mute it. In right. case you heard me twice. Um, so because I, I like I bet Beatmaster's in here, and I missed the whole music conversation with him. So he thinks that. Uh, Copyrighted music can get blocked even if it's monetized. Demonetized. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I worried about. Um, and it's it's not it's not surprising at all. And that's what I I want to avoid it, but I don't care. You or know, I don't really give a shit. Or we just talk about it. Yeah, but I feel like for the well, you can play. You just, let it be to play out like when you do the edits at the end of the show just we talk about it as, as we say our goodbyes yeah then you you when you uh edit this thing together that i know you spend 15 <laughs> 16 hours on every week yeah um that you throw the song on the edits for just the the listenership we could do that too youtube gets screwed which is usually just what happens to people who publish to youtube yeah, but the, the, the number of people, um, the, I think people listen to this. They don't really, like, the only people that watch it are like Beat and Eric, like the same people that are normally there. Yeah. And I think if they really wanted to hear the song, they would go listen to the episode anyways. So I don't feel like we're going to be really losing. No, I, I, I feel that other. way as well. Yeah. So. And it, it, it's again, it's we've got to play YouTube's rules to publish YouTube. Um. <laughs> But I guess you could always, Which, if the bands have a band camp or something like that, you could put a link in the notes. Um, yeah, very easily. Yeah. yeah. Adding another four and a half, five yeah. hours to your very <laughs> Just, busy schedule. Uh, certain bands always block Rick Beto and the other musicians, uh, other music reviewers on why YouTube get hit with those all the time. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. It's like it's such a weird fucking slippery slope. Like YouTube's a fucked up place, man. Yeah. It, it's it's well, no, I mean yes, it is. Their their rules are very arbitrary and change a lot, and for weird reasons they don't explain well, and they don't have a direct line open for most of their creatorship. Every once in a while, you get somebody who gets some cool sponsorship by them, and they yeah, they can get the ins and outs, but then they get screwed over too, and then they go over to Twitch or Mixer or whatever else. But it is. Copyright material is on the internet is a tough business to be in. Yeah. You know, when when things seem like, oh, this is really advantageous. You know, Taylor Swift's got all these listeners on Spotify, and Taylor Swift's like, Yeah, I get dick all from Spotify, so I don't want Spotify to have it. And then a few months later, she's like, Oh, Spotify's made me this great deal. So I love being on Spotify now. But it's still like this, it's just as closed off to the normal person as anybody else because yeah, you can get your stuff on there, but you can't necessarily get listenership uh, just from discovery. And you don't get actual money from it in the no. way that you used to. It's it's fucked with YouTube ads and everything else getting really screwed up. Um, because people like the game, the system. Mm -hmm. And if you have unclear, arbitrary rules and a system that is just begging to be gamed, then that's going to happen all the time. And it's going to make it harder and harder for people to actually make a business out of it. So you should always have your own place. But as... Fans, the best thing you can do is is offer 
up like, hey, I like this thing. You should check out this thing. As a review show, we kind of are doing that, except we also will say when things suck. Yeah, we had so we had this conversation yesterday at practice. Um, our well, he's not he quit our band now, but Jr. came to hang out, and he's a Browns fan. We live in Wisconsin, so really, he already likes things that suck. Yes, he, he's a, he's a fucking. I, I just terrible assume that's person. where you're going. No, 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 not at all. But he was so it's hard for him to see this, a lot of the Browns games because they'll play the Packers if the Packers are on at the same time. So he would call and try to get NFL Sunday ticket. But to get NFL Sunday ticket, you have to have DirecTV come out and explicitly write a letter saying that you are unable to get DirecTV for whatever reason. Then the NFL will sell you a $350 streaming package for this the season. Hmm. And I'm like, that's so fucking expensive. Like, make it $20, $25 a month. You're still paying. So say you have it preseason through the Super Bowl, that's eight months. So one would you know one fifty two hundred dollars something like that. Like I bet you would get a lot more people, especially with people who are cutting the cord and shit. That's yeah, like because half the, cost the reason of entry of sports is ridiculously high. Like look how much it costs to do a pay per view event for WWE. Oh my god, ah, that's 10. until they got their own system. Yes, yes. So right. e- even even UFC, which is we watched last night, you have to have ESPN Plus, which is five dollars a month, and then you have to pay, I think it's sixty five or seventy to five dollars for the event on top of yeah, paying for all these treacherous bridges to get to this one thing. It, yep, it's like living in San Francisco. Yep, and they figure and they and then, then they wonder why people are always going above and beyond to try and stream it or you know post streams or steal it or whatever. It's like if you made it a little less costly mm-hmm. and easier to get to, I bet people would pay for it. That is the entirety of streaming stuff in general. That's what YouTube was based off of. That's why they had their stuff in a couple of salons. That's why Apple's giving away the first year of Apple TV for free. That's why uh, Disney is is seven bucks a month, and then you get a deal if you get it with their Hulu and their ESPN. Oh, yeah. ESPN, another thing that's all fucked up. Yep. Um, but these packages and stuff are what cable companies live off of. They're what all, all these ISPs and stuff live around. It, it's, it's a bunch of crap because for people who don't want it, you still want to pay for it. And people who do want it pay a ton for it. it it's it's well, and weird. That's, but that's, people will pay that for sports. <clears throat> I think we're getting to a point where not as many people will pay it for sports. Like you'll always have people that will pay whatever, right? Um, but I'm kind of to a point where like I we we only have live TV, so she can watch the Packers. Which if I can. If NFL had a streaming package that didn't black out local games for twenty bucks a month, I'd probably just do that for the football season instead of trying to figure out which streaming service gives me locals because I'm too lazy to figure out why my antenna doesn't work, and then continually switch because the prices keep fucking changing. But that's why NFL gets all those sweet ass deals from Comcast and DirecTV and all those other things because they don't do that. Right. And 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 live sports like there's. We always talk about the, well, we used to. We used to talk about the water cooler shows, the things you're going to have to talk about on Monday. Like, you have to watch it Sunday night because everybody's talking about it on Monday, and you don't be the one to miss out. You know, fuck that. I can't go on Twitter because someone's talking about The Walking Dead. I haven't seen The Walking Dead yet. Right. Um, that's really gone away. It, uh, it Well, it has. <laughs> but so a couple weeks ago we, when we played that show, it was the same night as the Conor McGregor fight. Mm-hmm. And we're all in one place in a bar with TVs with sports on trying to make sure that we don't know what the fuck happens till the next morning. And that was fairly difficult. 
Yeah, sports is the one thing that's still water cooler. Yeah. Which a live event matters. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I agree, and I don't know. I I just like the, this this conversation. It'll be a revolving door always, trying to figure out you know what is the best method and, and how you should do it, and <clears throat> it'll continue to evolve and change based on what people will spend and all that shit. But well, I've got a very simple answer for you: Is the XFL on the WWE app? It's not. It's on. We were actually watching an XFL game earlier. It's on Fox, and then I think oh. the afternoon game is on ESPN, and then one of those was on uh, um, CBS. But all of those have their own streaming apps, right? Like you can get XFL wherever you are. It doesn't matter that, like, you can't get it in Cleveland because you live in Boston or something. No, 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 no. I think it's as long as you have Fox or CBS. Um. As long as you have Fox or CBS like live TV, you're fine. Like you can watch mm-hmm. it. Same with ESPN. Um, it did just sound like a better reason to support local. No, I agree. Um, feel better, beat said he's getting dizzy. He's going to bed. It is also yeah, I just like he was feeling sick over the weekend. Two a.m. That's, or something. That's going around. Yes, um, it's hitting here again, and I'm like, I I fucking hated it the last time. It wasn't that long ago, and uh, I'm I've never felt recovered. But now here's here's swipe number two. Yeah, there is uh, the guy sitting next to at work. Like one of his kids is always sick, so I just expect him to never come to work. You just pearl him as he walks in. You make him sit in a bunny suit. <laughs> he probably would if I asked him to. <laughs> uh, bunny suits are what they call the hazmat suits, hazmat style suits in uh in factories and stuff. Oh, uh, I never people knew. People I know who work in factories. I just assumed you were making a joke about dressing up as a rabbit. I mean, I would never joke about that. That's too hot. <laughs> Hey, Matt. Yes. What are you scared of this week? The fucking weather. The fucking weather. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, I mean, it was last weekend. It was 45. And today it's 20 degrees. And I think we got 10 inches of snow, which is now coming your way. Yeah, we've got this shit where it's like it doesn't matter. It stays in this range between 20 and 40. Mm. But you'll see days where it's like 28 degrees and it's not cold enough to snow. And then it's. 38 degrees and it's snowing like fucking crazy and and there's no rhyme or reason to it and it's just back and forth and and the days is like hey it's not supposed to snow today and you look outside what the fuck is this yeah i mean it is yeah. it is that time of year it is still mid fall it's almost mid-february for us um i don't think you're truly out of the woods until like mid-march but i was excited i was like i feel like we've we've turned a corner fucking groundhog was on our side for a second there well and he may still be um yeah I, I would be fine if it's like 45 degrees until June, as long as it doesn't yeah. fucking snow and the snow eventually melts. I mean, we know that's fucking up our planet, but still, I got to drive to work. Yeah, I know. Like, hey, fuck, I got shit to do. God damn you, polar bears. I, I understand your plight, yeah. but my commute is already 45 minutes. I don't want to make that an hour and a half. I couldn't watch my boyfriend wrestle today because of the fucking yeah. snow. But, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a harsh mistress. Ooh. My echo keeps picking up when I say weird things. Um, but it, I mean, it is what it is. Like even he said his his drive there sucked, and it's like a half, eh, probably about thirty five minutes for me on a good day. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at probably hour fifteen, and my dogs are barking. And your dogs are barking. Yep. So it 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 is what it is. It's time of year. Nothing new. Yep. Uh, I'm afraid of, uh, I, I didn't ask you yet. 
I know, but I I don't wait for you. <laughs> Corey, what are you afraid of? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I know how my wife's going to kill me. Oh, shit. Go so, on. So uh, this, this sweet, wonderful woman, my wife, Erin, I love very, very dearly, and who I've been with for over 20 that years. You think is about to kill you? Okay. I, 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 I know she's going to kill me. Don't, don't let me paint a picture of her that's too flattering because that sweet, wonderful girl who's sitting downstairs on the couch bed I made her, watching Anna Green Gables so that she can like weather this earache that she's had for the last couple of days, is it, plotting my death. And, and I know that because I'm way too valuable dead, and because there's too many suitors who want my wife. Hmm. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it, but I want to know how it's going to happen. And um, there are little things that I pick up on. So one thing that I figured out this weekend is that I'm a I'm a bagel person, and I'm a I'm a I'm a lenders bagels person because okay. they were just always available to me as a kid. You know, I don't live in like New York or wherever. Uh, and I have for the last year or so, like we we stock up on bagels and we forget that we have bagels and we don't eat the bagels and the cream cheese is bad or whatever else. But I keep looking at the bagel packaging and like, why doesn't this have an expiration date? Like there's a freshness date on bread. There's a freshness date on tortillas. There's all these other things have have the date. Why don't bagels have a freshness date? Well, I I went to make Erin some of her onion bagels last night. And the little white clip that goes to keep the bag together, that's where the freshness date is. Now, what do you think my wife does with every loaf of bread, everything of bagels, everything? That clip is gone. Yep. It is just there. She's just throwing those things away so that eventually I will poison myself in a bad bagel. That is what I think. Convince me otherwise, Matt. I can't. Um, No. Getting me through what I love the most. Yeah, that's that's weird. I mean, I I guess I, I have one loaf of bread. I don't really eat bread that often, so a loaf lasts me a long time. I keep it so long I have to keep it in the fridge, otherwise it'll mold. Yep. So like that's um the life I live. Um and I keep the white clip on it. Until it gets really close to the end, then I will get rid of it because you're just raveling up so much that it's difficult to contain. And do you eat the ends of the bread? I do. I'm not a monster. Um a bread really exists as a vessel for eggs for me. Like I don't really eat sandwiches. Um I really only eat it for breakfast <laughs> and I only I make eggs and eat bread for breakfast when I don't have to work. Yeah. I had those, those, uh, breakfast handheld sandwiches at work every day. And, and then this last week I've been helping out a corporate for my company. And so it's a completely different, uh, craft area that the, they don't have what we have over at our new building, the nice shiny happy place. <laughs> um, so I, I went in there and I've been like, I've just, I'll get a bagel. I'll get some cream cheese. I'll get a banana. And and then finally, like halfway through the week, I, I saw, well, they're making fresh eggs for people. They've got bacon and stuff here. So I asked, can I can I can I get this on a bagel? Can I have like a, a bagel egg cheese bacon sandwich? They're like, Yeah, we got it. We'll make it for you. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's right. You're corporate, you know? Yeah. These You're... people kill. So so I started doing that. And then like the, the Friday when I was there and I got it. Some people who work in that building, they were looking behind me like, what is that? And the chef's like, well, it's a, it's a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> what is, why does it look so weird? Because it's on a bagel? You can do that? Yeah, apparently you can do that. So I've left my mark on corporate. <clears throat> I feel like if you are at a, an a la carte style place, 
it shouldn't be so surprising that you can do something like that. Yeah, but we at my last job, one of the people we work with, uh, Tom, would always say, "Well, they've got all the ingredients; they can make it." Like, right. yeah, but we're we're at the Taco Bell; they're not gonna make a flambe of whatever. Like, they'll accidentally burn something, but they're not they're not making stuff just for you. Like, yes, they've got something that is appearance is similar to hamburger, but I at the same time, the Taco Bell slash KFC that I used to go to, I used to have them take the barbecue chicken and um, do it in a wrap <laughs> so from the so the KFC side and the Taco Bell side and have a mix up because I knew the the manager there pretty well. He, he was always chatting with me and stuff. So, yeah, I guess you can technically well, you just got to have it in within reason. Well, there is that. Right. And I think it's always within reason. Like, I'm not going to go to a steak restaurant that also has chicken on the menu and be like, hey, can you just make me a sandwich that consists of two steaks and then chicken in the middle? Right. Like that's really obnoxious, but you know, say you're at or awesome. No, I mean it sounds fucking terrific, but say you're at Chili's and I've done this there, and there's like a chicken entree or something, and like the sides were mashed potatoes and rice, and I'm like, well, can I just get like broccoli? So I just mm-hmm. want chicken and broccoli. Like you have broccoli, just substitute broccoli, and they're like, there's going to be an upcharge. I said, I don't fucking care. An upcharge broccoli for broccoli. Yep. Probably because so, it's the only fresh thing on their menu. Yeah, probably. So, and like stuff like that makes a little more sense than, like you said, going to Taco Bell and being like, "Hey, can you make make me an omelet with taco meat?" Yeah. Well, the things with with like a Taco Bell establishment or a McDonald's is you kind of have to wonder how they're going to ring it up. But then you hear all things There's like that. the McGang Bangs and mm. and other secret menu stuff. They they can ring it up. They know. Oh, yeah. they, they, as long as they get to charge you more, they don't they don't give a shit. No. So I don't give a fuck. I'll make up a price. So the consistency is what's important. Is when you go there one day and it's four thirty-five, and the next day it's five seventy-two. Sounds like this thing. has happened to you. No, but it, oh. I'm just saying that that's that's the question: is will there be a consistency of it? So speaking of Taco Bell, oh yeah, you they got some new items. I was giving you your lead in. <laughs> Uh, it is February, which means Taco Bell has new items. They have released the Buffalo Chicken Nacho Fries, which you can get uh, you can get your paws on for two ninety nine. They also have the Buffalo Chicken Nacho Fries Burrito, also two ninety nine. Looks like Nacho Fries are back too. Other than that, still got that cheesy nacho gordita fries are crunch. Back. And a cheesy gordita crunch box. Uh, apparently, the five dollar box no longer exists. It's five ninety nine. Whatever. I love Taco Bell. That's been your Taco Bell minute. They've been advertising the hell out of their big nacho platter and having people fight over it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I, I do like the idea of nachos wrapped up in a burrito. So it's fuck yeah. One thing of nachos is the delivery system is is very hard, <clears throat> and I'm not, I'm not a nacho sharing person. Like my my wife, my wife gets a lot of special treatment because again, she's gonna murder me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the the sitting around at a at a dive bar with their their nacho platter and sharing with six people no i i have quirks i have hang-ups uh that's hitting on all levels of nah did i ever there was a place um it's reopened again but it was a music venue uh called the metal grill in cudahy which is a suburb of milwaukee um but they served their nachos and it was served on a tortilla. So it was like a pan with like a massive tortilla and then the, the nachos were built on top. Okay. So when you get to the bottom, you just roll the tortilla up. Mm. Yeah. It was That's fucking smart. genius. 
It was so yeah. genius. And they were really good, too, because it was like the shit you'd make at home where you just like throw a bunch of chips on a plate and then cheese and you melt it. And it's like kind of crunchy because it melted a little too much in one spot. It, it, the, the ice cream cone is like the best example of that, of like, here's this delivery system so you can carry this around with you. But also you eat the delivery system. That's yeah. great. Yeah. It's also akin to birth. I, I just I, I like that. I, I like to um at my snack at night is uh I'll I'll get a thing of nutty bars and then I'll get a paper plate and and put a little dab of uh, peanut butter on it. So I dip the nutty bars into the fresh peanut butter. Okay. Cause I'm classy. Yeah. But if that paper plate was instead made of chocolate and I got to eat the plate after, then I'm just tripling down. That's great. That's a good idea. I think it's all about being efficient. I think it's all about being fat. <laughs> just, nobody likes being skinny. We, uh, so <laughs> it's like, not a happy life. No, not at all. It's weird. So we practiced yesterday and then made a bunch of food and, and drank a bunch and watched the UFC fight. And it's like this running joke that I bring casseroles. Because like the, when we started doing it, I'm like, well, what do you want me to bring? And Nate, who's our singer, was like, I don't know, bring a fucking casserole. So I did. So I brought like cheesy potatoes. Um, yeah. So like I stepped it up where I mixed in like the munchies snack mix with the potato chips. I don't know if you felt my uh, pulpit shifted because the wood pushed it forward. Um, said, like the, the lighting, casserole. the lighting drastically changed. <laughs> <laughs> something happened over there um and then to uh, to up the game i uh or up the ante uh i made i smoked uh cheese like i made a cheese sauce smoked it and then made macaroni and cheese and sprinkled it with uh pork rinds <laughs> so <laughs> by the way i don't want to i don't want to live in in falseness um there's no way that my penis makes it past my belly fat ever <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> no matter how excited i am <laughs> Oh, you, you're being too modest about your your foot long hog you got there. Uh, it it's still like a, a two foot cave that it lives in. <laughs> God damn it! I think they. <laughs> what is it, babe? That is not about my wife. Please don't murder me, babe. Please pig don't in murder the city. me this week. I got shit going on this week. I'm still talking about your dick. I know. I'm, uh, if your wife kills you, then it will live on forever. Oh, I was just gonna say I'll be on my way over. We will plunge it into the uh, into the waters, and the the lady in the lake will take care of it, and then one day she'll bear it forth to the the new king of England. Cleanse yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Yeah, take Corey Shaft and be king of all Britons. Which is funny because I'm not even British. Ah, oh, it took a weird turn. Yeah. Speaking of weird turns. Speaking of weird turns, uh, this movie we watched this week was called Freak. So <laughs> I had never heard of this movie before. And then how did you discover this? That's where I'm going. Um, yeah. Previous guest slash uh, my wrestling boyfriend, Randy, is like, hey, man, can you get your hands on this? I'd like to watch it. And then I read the description and I'm like, we could probably do this on pod. <laughs> Uh, I would also like to say, can you get your hands on Kate Winslet? Because I would like to watch her. Um, I'll try. See if I can kidnap her. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so he wanted it. That's how I first learned about it, and I forgot. I didn't. I didn't like. I knew when I first looked it up that Alex Winter was in it, and Randy Quaid, and Mr. T, and Brooke Shields. But I forgot until I started watching it. Um, yep. And like Alex Winter is going to be at Flashback Weekend in July. 
in Chicago. So it's like I intend on getting a photograph with the guy. So I'm like, oh, well, sweet. It's Alex Winter, so he's actually already been there. That's a Bill and Ted's reference. Oh. Everything's Alex Winter's time machine. I need to rewatch You have those. no idea what I'm talking about. Have you no. seen Bill and Ted? Yes, I have. And that's okay. why I'm like, I, I got to rewatch them because it's not ringing a bell. Um, it's my favorite line of string things are afoot at the Circle K. Yeah. Yep. Um, sorry. That's okay. I'm using yeah, my I, computer I, I screen to see I, if it's still snowing. Oh, it's just blowing. Okay. It's just yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I think when you mentioned Freaked, I had misidentified the female lead as Christy Swanson. Uh, which I, I might have believed that that's who it was at the time because I hadn't seen her in a lot of stuff. But uh, this was Megan Ward, who is in PCU, oh, among other things. Okay. She's the one hanging with a pre-frosh. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I, yeah, I had honestly never, ever heard of this movie. But it's so fucking outside the box and obnoxious that I was really a fan. Like I knew you were going to love this one. When, when, that's because I'm a, I'm like a sucker for dumb comedy. So and, like and I'm I'm going to go with you and say I love this one too, but I had watched this a lot. Oh, okay. In the 90s. Well, that makes sense. But like when um I can't think of the guy's name, but he's the owner of the company. He goes, "Let me ask the board." And he fucking pulls the thing and all the hands go up and you just very clearly see that they're all tied to a board. And then at the end when he has them clapping, oh, William Sadler? Yeah. Yeah, Gets the guy who time. plays Death in Bill and Ted's Bogus <gasps> Journey and oh, is going to be playing shit. him again in the new Bill and Ted's. I didn't even realize that. I knew uh-huh. I knew I knew the name from somewhere. Uh, oh. He was the sheriff on Roswell, which I was a big fan of in the first couple of seasons. Third oh. season was, was rough, but I still enjoyed it. <laughs> I never, never, ever saw it. Well, I'm a teeny bopper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I assume you have to be to watch those pre-CW, CW shows. Mm-hmm. You should be proud of yourself. No, um, that's exactly what I'm not. Yeah, it's okay. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so this movie is about uh, former child star Ricky Coogan, who's offered a lot of money to do something. What is it? Phil's, uh To promote this... Um, Will, Zygot, will, Zygrot 24? Zygrot 24, yeah. Okay. And they ship him off to a different country. He, it's for this company called EES, Everything Except Socks, which is the pre-Amazon Amazon. Everything Except Shoes. Shoes, that's right. Yes. There, I forgot the socks come in there. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're trying to like, my favorite part is they're like, we'll give you $2 million. It's like, I don't know. And they're like, how about 5 million? And they just have these pre-printed cards with the numbers on them. Yeah. You should just be looking at the cards. Like how many more in the stack? Like how do I? Yeah. Right. How how long can I ride this out? Um, so yeah, so he obviously accepts the money and goes to the, the South American town of Santa Flan. Named after the sweet treat. Good old, good old Flan. Um, and then while they're on the flight, you find, I can, what's the guy's name? The little kid that follows him around. It's, it's Stanley or Stubbly or yeah, something like, weird. Something with a stuff. Yeah. But it, so it, it's very like on the nose slapstick style comedy where it's like, well, if you look out the left side, you'll see the Grand Canyon and out the right side, you'll see a gremlin and it's the kid. Yep. And all he wants to do is get Ricky's autograph. Um, he, he's his biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I should point out that at the beginning it's uh, an interview of Ricky and you just see like his silhouette and it looks like he's got some plant growing out of him type thing. Um, And he's telling the story as the movie goes on. Um, Being interviewed by Brooke Shields. Yes, yes. Um, So they they arrive in Santa Flan and they run into a group of people protesting the Zygrot 24. Uh, Ricky acts... He acts like someone else. Uh, he wraps himself up like a mummy because he thinks one of the protesters is cute and tries to impress her. Um, and then they begin, I don't know, flirting, courtship. It's funny because Megan Ward plays one of the people who's getting prosted, protested at by yep. the people in PCU. Yep. And there's also, I, there was ties, they have a parliament, uh, P-Funk, yep. on the soundtrack for this who was a big feature in PCU. Mm-hmm. These are things that I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe this is where decisions were made about who was going to be doing these next movies and stuff. That's possible. These probably came out about the same time. Probably pretty close, yeah. Yeah. That, but it, it kind of, it, it is a statement about what it was like in the 90s. Protesting mm-hmm. and college kids was a big thing. It was a huge market. Yeah. Now it's now it's just on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the two Kanjali, Julie, her name's Julie, uh, thinking that they're environmentalists, like I mentioned, and then she agrees to go on a trip with them. She, uh, she makes some comment and then Ricky like rips off his bandages and then she figures out that it's him. And, um, she said somebody's a better actor. I forget who it was. Uh, fuck. It was some big name actor too, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, big again at the time. Yeah. 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 For the time it was. And then he goes, oh, I can act circles around him or something. And whatever as they're driving they find <clears throat> um freak land mm-hmm. it is okay it is freak land and there's she's she gets like really weird like very clearly slips off of her seat when she sees freak land um she's like way into it yeah and ricky was like i don't know if we should go down there um but they go down there because julie wants to and ricky just wants to put his penis in her Fair. Yeah, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. His um, friend does too, but yeah, yeah, they both do. It's, it's going to end up in a menage a trois. Um, Literally does. It. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't making it up. Um. Yeah, so that's where they run into Randy Quaid, who plays Scuggs. Eli- I think Elijah, yeah, Scuggs. Okay. Um, and then he wants to show them his special. Freak show? Yeah. By the way, uh, us not knowing the characters' names or anything is the exact amount of respect that this movie should be shown. Uh, we're just. I can we'll, tell we'll you the, the actor's sounds, name. Like it should be right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Knowing Randy Quaid, of course, obviously, like you like you know a Gru and Zork is, is something you avoid in a dark space. Randy Quaid. Um, it's a horror story that we're all told as kids. We, we, it's, it's not a fable. It's, a, it's an actual, like, you know, fucking watch your ass right yeah. Quaid's around <laughs> is he known for getting after that butt i i would assume he went straight up to stockholm in uh independence day right he just like hit that hole and dove right in and blew it up that's true see he said fuck it yolo yeah that was a uh that was not just a euphemism that yeah. was a warning <gasps> i didn't realize who dog boy is Yes, and I didn't want to spoil it for you last time, so I'm, I'm both glad that I didn't, and 
now I'm like very impressed that you didn't realize it while watching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they go to the 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 freak show or whatever, and that's where he meets Dog Boy, which is Keanu Reeves. Which at oh, the time they get turned into freaks. They get turned into freaks first. Yeah, they they get they oh, get yeah, in the yeah, room. Yeah. Uh, the Toad guy is the only one that they've met so far of the freaks, <laughs> and uh, and then Randy Quaid's got them tied down. Yeah, and, and slathers them in his the inter, intergalactic cum. Yeah, uses the zygrot to uh, merge intergalactic Julian cum. and the friend who's the elder brother on Blossom, <laughs> and uh, and then he he uses a bunch of it on uh, Ricky Coogan. But he only does half of his body because he runs out of it. He runs out of the materials to make him like a full-on freak. Uh, I guess he was going to be his masterpiece. So then they go into, like when he wakes up from it and he realizes what has been done to him, uh, he's in the room with all the other freaks that we meet. And, uh, and as we're introduced to him, that's when we meet the dog boy, uh, who I hear out of the $11 million budget, got paid a million dollars to not get credit in this movie. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. He's not listing the credits. No, yeah, that's, uh, I had no idea it was even in here. But according to IMDb, he got a million dollars to be in the film, and that would be uh, Keanu Reeves. Wow. Good for you, bud. Yeah, and, you know, Keanu's career at that point in time was a different trajectory than what Alex Winters was. Yeah. Uh, although he was still doing terrible performances and things like uh, Coppola's Dracula. Oh, I was going to say, don't you dare say Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, not 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 great stuff from Keanu, um, but he was definitely more popular, and uh, he was on the rise. This is this is not only pre Matrix Keanu. This is uh, this is pre Johnny Mnemonic Keanu. So. Um. Oh yeah, Johnny Mnemonic came out in ninety five. PCU came out in ninety four, by the way. Well ninety yeah. Yeah, April twenty ninth, nineteen ninety four. This movie is listed as coming out in ninety four, but was made a couple years before and was kind of shelved and went through yeah. a lot of process and stuff because the guy who was into it at Fox got fired when Rupert Mur- Murdoch came in and uh put his own guy in charge and the new guy's like, Oh, I don't think this movie is good at all and just kept taking budget stuff away. So they had like this whole big thing with the soundtrack of like um was it Iggy Pop or was it no? It was Henry Rollins, I think, is is uh, on there. But the Butthole Surfers were a big part of it because it was supposed to be a movie about the Butthole Surfers, at one point, uh, and and a bunch of other people were were all on it, and, and they like pulled way back and kept scaling back on it and everything, and took away the promotion. So it only got released in two theaters in the U.S. and made like six thousand bucks, or maybe sixty thousand. I don't know. It was not a lot compared to what it needed to do. Twenty nine thousand so two hundred ninety six. Yeah, so probably worldwide, um, sixty thousand. It, it was. Uh, it's one of those things, man. You know, somebody's pet project, and then the guy who likes the project goes away, and suddenly you're in the middle of like, well, what the fuck happens to what I'm doing? Uh, nothing. We'd like it to be nothing. Yeah, it was. It was a, f- a super weird movie, but uh, it was supposed to be more serious and more terrifying originally but i think it got revamped a couple of times and came out of when they were alex winter was doing this weird show on mtv for like a season or so yeah yes huh and it was all this kind of bizarre weird ass humor um which 
I got to say, you know, Matt loves this stuff. And as I'm watching, yeah. I'm like, oh, Matt's going to really, really like this. But I enjoyed it a lot in this, too. And I think it's just because maybe at the time, I don't know. But there's a part where they're telling the origins of each of the characters and how their tragic backstories are. You know, I came up and I was just I was here to study worms. And then he turned me into a worm man. And uh, Bob Goldthwaite was there as, as like he was a tourist. And then they turned him into a, a person sock. with a sock puppet for a head. Yeah. But it was actually a hand with a sock under on. the sock. Mm -hmm. So he's faking. Uh, but then there's the scene where they show the hammer laying on the ground and its memory flashes back and it used to be a wrench and it changes and everybody's crying like, oh, that's so touching. Oh my God, I love that. I'm like, this is so fucking stupid, but it's so good. So fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. It kind of, at points, reminds me of the um, the movies by Savage Steve Holland, like Better Off Dead uh and uh one crazy summer like the really weird stuff like he would just do horrendously funny shit that didn't make any sense in in with the rest of the movie but it all just kind of came together and worked really well have you ever seen better off dead mm -mm. i'm gonna highly recommend that one to you really it's not movie for the show but i highly recommend that to you <sighs> what is it about it's about a guy whose girlfriend breaks up with him, and so he keeps trying to kill himself. Who's in it? Oh, John Cusack's in it. Okay. John Cusack. Okay. And, I've, uh, I've never seen it, but I, I've seen like bits and pieces when it would be on Comedy Central when I was younger. Damn, damn great movie. Hmm. And, and Savage Steve Holland is, is absolutely like one of my... If I was going to make a film... That's that's someone who would be on my emulation list of like who I'm going to draw inspiration from. Savage Steve did eat the cat cartoon series. Yep, yep, yep. That's yep. great. Uh, but yeah, so he he meets all the the freaks and they put him in the freak show with everybody else and they all have their little uh, Valvillian, uh show bits that they do. But he goes against. He's supposed to be wearing like a cave boy outfit. And instead, he comes out and he does Shakespeare and impresses everybody in the audience, including one of the people from EES is there, who he thinks is there to rescue him. Mm -hmm. And he goes out and he's like, hey, man, I'm glad you guys are here. You know, you, you're going to take care of me. And the guy's like, no, we're divesting our interest in you. Uh, you look like shit. And so he murders the guy and freaks out everybody in the place. And they all go running out. Uh, we get a Larry Bud Melman cameo. For anybody who used to watch uh, Dave Letterman, see that's that's what I love is that you don't get a lot of the references in this. No, no, yeah, there's a, a lot of them is, I didn't get. It is a a film that is of its time, so much not in the same degree as like those the scary movie things where they're doing parodies and the parodies are just for that moment and then they started doing all the other parody movies that just got worse and worse. And it's like, here's the parody of Britney Spears shaving her head. Like, okay, yeah, general public may remember that, but it is a one fucking moment. And what if she had actually killed herself? Then we have to fucking deal with that for the rest of our lives. Like, this, we made this movie where we talk about Britney being crazy in the next week. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, we sold a lot of tickets. Yeah, yeah. We sold a lot of tickets in one week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm glad that you liked it without having those references but then it's not like yeah. the whole thing hinges on larry but no god no there was um i mean there was like obviously after after alex winter's character gets uh 
half of them gets turned into a monster, a freak, whatever you want to call it. I had a lot of problems with that because obviously he had to overdub everything, so I thought it sounded really shitty. But that's yeah. that's like a personal complaint, and we're also talking about a movie from the '90s, so this isn't like a legitimate thing to be upset about. And with the budget of what it had, the stuff that they did do was pretty good. Like oh, yeah. the, the two characters merged together was uh, like that. They did a good job with that, all things considered. Like they could have made it a way worse. I think the there was the Farley Brothers movie with uh, Matt Damon. Hmm. Where he was conjoined twins with, uh, I don't remember who. Fuck, I gotta look this up. Uh, uh, Greg Kinnear, I think. Yep. Uh, twin movie. Siamese. Is that what it's called? Stuck on You. Oh, I thought it was just called Embarrassment for Matt Damon. Oh, man. I feel like I watched it once. I've never been able to sit through that one. There were a few movies like that that came in around the time. I never watched uh, Me, Myself, and Irene. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Shallow yeah, Hell? Yeah, I've never seen Shallow Hell. I don't even remember if that one's any good. Yeah, I'm sure it's of its time. <laughs> I'm not curious enough to go back and watch any of these for what it is worth. I'm I'm going to push you on Better Off Dead, though. I just feel like I have to. Uh, so, yeah. So... The 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 story keeps going on. Uh, Alex Winter's character starts having visions of the 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 troll kid that, like he he's talking to him telepathically, and the cow cowman uh, is basically saying, "Oh, well, that's because he's your soulmate," and uh, he's like, "No, that that sucks. I don't want this kid to be my soulmate." <laughs> But he does utilize the contact to get the kid to go and tell his story to say, hey, you know, Ricky's been kidnapped and turned into a, a freak, but nobody will listen to him. They keep throwing him out windows, uh, yeah. the, the window doors. Yeah, that whole scene <laughs> and, was until pretty Until he gets to the uh, Weekly World News. Wow, that's like a show we used to do. <laughs> and and, uh, and they're like, yeah, we'll take that story. And he's like, they go let me show you out he goes i know the way and he jumps through the window uh it's like that kind of dumb humor is is what you're dealing with here um but as soon as the kid like sees a story appear in the paper the people from ees come and grab him and like are trying to hold him hostage to i guess because he's got information or something i don't know exactly why they kidnapped him but they do bring him to the freak land uh, Idiot Box was the name of the TV show that Alice Winter was on? Yes. Sorry, I was trying to find it the whole time and just kept getting sidetracked. <laughs> I watched The State. Which sounds very elitist, but that I also did watch a little bit of The Brothers Grunt, and I don't feel good about it. I think you're making all of this up. The State? The State's fantastic. The State is where a lot of great comedies even now came from. Like Reno 911, most of it, people from The State. TV show or a movie? Uh, both. Uh, are you talking about the state? The state was the show. It was a sketch comedy show on MTV. Um, Thomas Lennon, Kevin Kenny, a, a, a bunch of people who who make the films and stuff you like. Okay. Yeah. No. No. no I was. I wanted to make sure I found the right one. It's like. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that is some prime ass comedy. In fact, there was a there was a moment where Alex Winter was trying to describe the plan of how to get everybody out of there that he came up with, and he talks about uh, breeding sea monkeys 
and giving them weapons. And I'm pretty sure that was a joke ripped off from the state. Huh. But we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> anyway, uh, where are we at? I don't know. <laughs> um, the pot is uh is not thick in this. No, 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 no. Um, you, the cow told Alex Winter that the, the gremlin kid is his spirit animal. Yeah, I think that's pretty much where we're at. Um, yeah. So they bring the kid. So the uh, Ricky goes, and they they break into the place to get. So I guess. Randy Quaid's character is, is going to turn Ricky fully into a monster and then he'll kill all the other freaks uh, at the show, which should be big business, but you can only do it once. Uh, yeah. Daffy Duck. Uh, so they go to steal the, the stuff and instead turn him into a monster that will kill Randy Quaid, which is what it would take. We all know. Mm-hmm. Um and in doing that, they they lose track of the the material that's going to turn him into a monster. But instead, he brings back a bag of macaroons because that's what he could get. So they try to get the troll kid to go and get the the ooze stuff to uh, turn him into the monster. And the kid tries, but instead, he gets brought to the show, and they turn the kid into a giant monster, into like the seven foot tall monster character, and he fights off the uh, Rastafarian eyeballs. <sighs> I couldn't decide if I loved or hated those guys. Like, they were <laughs> they, fucking they hilarious. They didn't use but... them a lot, so I think they use them just enough that you can enjoy them. I agree. Um, and and uh, then they do get uh, Ricky's character to turn into a full monster as well, so he and, yep. and the troll kid fight each other as seven-foot-tall monsters. And that's where I thought this movie kind of shined because the creature effects for that were pretty good. Like the designs and stuff and how they, they had them, they, they were akin to what they fought in the Guyver movies, kind of, uh, with J.J. Uh, Walker. But all in all, they were not unimpressive for the amount of work and not realism, but uh, just accomplishment of how they looked was mm-hmm. uh, was pretty solid. And then they wind up teaming up instead because they're soulmates. And they uh, the EES people turn and they try to take all the stuff away from Randy Quaid, all the, the materials and stuff they're giving the Zygrat. Uh, so he pulls out a bazooka that he grabs from this thing like, uh, break glass if you're being betrayed by the people who gave you all your stuff he pulls out this bazooka of the goop and shoots them with it and they all turn into a giant fleshy shoe yep because that's the one thing they were missing <laughs> that is a... just like Amazon if you turn them into something with a giant lot of goop would turn into his soul Oof. haha it's that kind of commentary that brings you back to pot every week Oof. I love Amazon I know we all do. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. They're terrible for us. I'll never, They're terrible to us. I'll never forsake you, Amazon. Yeah, overnight shipping. Unless you live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm always impressed. Like, yeah, they're not going to get that here in two days, and then it's like here in one day. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Did I tell you that I tried the Amazon locker? No. Yeah, it's. I mean, it was for the the novelty of it, but I'm like, it's a pretty slick idea. 
say I'm on vacation or something somewhere and I need something and I'm at a hotel and there's a locker in my hotel and I don't want to go to the store and I want it delivered to me. It helps. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, there's definite, definite advantages to it. I mean, I get the whole, the, the purpose of it is so your shit doesn't get stolen. You pick yeah. it up when you, you know, you have time or whatever, but, uh, which I will say if, if, if you're really looking to have your shit not get stolen, is live across the street from a restaurant who just watches your stuff all the time on your front porch. There's that. Or live in the middle of nowhere and have two cameras on your front porch at all times. Amazon cameras at that. Am- Double wham. They're both Amazon cameras. <laughs> <laughs> a blink doorbell and a ring camera. All owned by Amazon. Um, so that's the end of the movie. Well, I guess the last big thing that happens in this movie is that they make some joke about how he's it's too dark on him, and then they turn the lights up. Oh, they, they found the antidote. Should probably yes. say that part. So um, in in the midst of uh, now the two monsters have teamed up, they go to uh, kill Randy Quaid. Yep. And he's like, "Hey, hey, hey! If you if you kill me, you won't find the antidote." And they're like, "What antidote?" And he's like. Hi, I baked them in a macaroon so they'll slowly release over time. And they're like, yeah, they didn't have enough coconut. And they throw him into the big vat of the shit. Yep. And he turns into Brooke Shields' character who has been interviewing Ricky the entire time in the movie. And uh, so they go back to the interview and then they turn on the lights above Ricky and he, he looks normal He now. looks normal, yeah. And everybody else comes out and they all look normal except for the worm guy because he doesn't like macaroons. Yep. Uh, I felt bad for Mr. T. Because Mr. T was the bearded lady, and he felt like he finally found himself as the bearded lady. And and so the, having him turn back, I don't know, I like that commentary, but that's very 90s. Uh, I, yeah, but I also think it was a joke that yeah, it, was a, it was not fully thought out because he could have just been like, no, I, I like being this way. Yeah. But, but it wouldn't have it would have lessened the impact of the worm being yes. the only one who didn't change back because he doesn't like macaroons. Exactly, exactly. And then they find out that the woman who's been interviewing Ricky the whole time has been uh, the the freak show guy mm-hmm. uh, because they haven't shown the lower half of her body, much like we didn't see Alex Winter in the light to know that he's been turned back to normal. Yep. Uh, and then they, they go through the, oh, well, I, I betrayed you and now I'm going to kill you all. And then somebody shoots them from behind and they're dead. And then they come back to life to, to get revenge again. It's like, and they shoot them from behind a second time and they're dead. And then we get the reach out at the end. Very horror typical, but Very used 90s. in a funny way in this film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's the end of the movie. But we never find out what happened to the hammer. I mean, he did a couple of tours and then his band stole all his money and he wound up having to do car insurance commercials. And Oh, a different hammer? Never mind. This is not MC Hammer. This is yeah. just hammer. And this oh. hammer also uh-oh. didn't hurt him. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. We should, probably, <laughs> we should probably just decide if we would fuck, marry, or kill this thing. Yeah. What do you feel? I'd marry it. Yeah, I think I think uh I think I sort of reaffirmed my love for this movie. I didn't yeah. I didn't think I would enjoy it that much going into it. Now 20 something maybe 25 years later since i'd last seen it oh i was gonna say because it came out 27 years ago yeah so yeah shit but i i I really like this movie (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I definitely didn't dislike it, and I really went into it super blind. Uh, so I was all about it. Um, what do you want to do next time? Oh, shit. Putting that on me. Sorry. I just thought of it. Yeah, I know. We, we are really good at planning for this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked this one, so the next one is on you. God damn you. I mean, you don't have to give me an answer right now. I'm sure the same seven people will come back next week, even if they are the next time, even if they don't know what we're going to listen to watch. That's true. Most people don't watch the movies. I think that we do anyway. Shit, I don't even watch half the movies we're supposed to. That's true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll look. I'll try to find something that, that's halfway interesting. This is going to be hard to compete with. Uh, I mean, it's just it's a different level of movie. Well, wait. Now, is um, is it possible that there's going to be an episode next week that I'm not involved in? Oh, nope. that's not this week? No, it's going to come out on St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. That was my plan all along. <laughs> it's a good plan. Thinker, not a stinker. Or at least, what is... Let me see. Oh, St. Patrick's Day is a Tuesday, so... Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it'll work really well. Um, and you'll be actively drunk. I just assume because it's a Tuesday. And no, Alyssa <laughs> is week. gone for work the week before, and then we're recording the week after. So I don't know why any of that matters. There's a really good chance I'll be drunk. If I'm going to lay bets. When in doubt. Assume I'm drunk. Yep. And and surrounded by a galaxy of <laughs> testicles. Is is it really funny that when I because I, I and I haven't drank in the past couple episodes, but tonight I'm like I I'd like to I <laughs> I don't know what you're doing over there, um. But I was like, you know what? I'll only take two because I need to operate a snowblower after. The <laughs> operate a snowblower also not a euphemism. No, I really need to go snowblow my driveway. Um, that sounded more like one beat my wife is that okay is that a better Better. one not a good one i mean sounds realistic no we were talking about fighting before and um so there's there's a backstory i listened to your mom's house which is uh tom segura (laughs) there's a podcast called your mom's house it's tom segura and his wife such an awesome it really is for a podcast so tom segura also has a podcast with uh, his friend burt kreischer it's called two bears one cave which is also a great name but they were talking about how their friend ari shafir made a comment about um kobe bryant when he died and there's all this backlash so from that stemmed there was i think it was 2018 maybe earlier but there was a ufc fighter called war machine who beat the shit out of his girlfriend, who was Christy Mack, who's a porn star, who ended up killing herself. Oh, shit. Yes. So at the trial, Warm, well, a friend of War Machines went, and he goes, look, he goes, I do not condone him hitting women, but him and I are very good friends from a long time ago, so I'm here to support him. <clears throat> and last night driving home from practice, a counter bass player was like, dude, this came up. He goes, dude, he goes, I love you, but he goes, if you hit Alyssa to a point where you were in, in court... He goes, I would not stand by you. So Alyssa and I were talking about this, and she goes, oh, maybe you'll accidentally give me like a black eye once or once or twice. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I don't think I could like hit you. Only like, with my cock. Yeah, yeah if, if I give you a black eye with my dick, like we're okay. 
but I'm like, I, if I my fist created a black eye on your face like that, I would something is wrong. Um, but then I thought about all the times where like I I violently roll over in the middle of the night and like hit her in the face. Like I've done that, right. but it's never resulted in a black eye. But I've like accidentally hit her in the face. Yeah, that's a different feel. That's that's yeah. That's something of like it, at this point in time, she's she's she knows the risks getting into bed with you. Uh, Aaron right, but- and I have had a conversation similarly where um, she, Aaron's a walking bruise. Aaron mm-hmm. just is always bumping into shit. She bumped into shit like nine times last week when she was trying to clean, which I think she does on purpose so she won't clean. <laughs> but she is like, if there's a doorknob or a, a foot for a table or, or just a wall, she's just going to bang into it a thousand times. So she made some joke, like joke, about like, I'm going to just tell people that you beat me. I'm like, people would never fucking believe it because no. you are just always bumping into shit. They know they, you've, you've ruined the capability of like ever pointing anything at me. Mm-hmm. We could be out in the middle of the street. I could be standing above you with my fist raised and people would go, huh? Walking into the door, right? Because <laughs> they fucking know you. They fucking know. Oh, that's awesome. I would never, never, ever intentionally hurt my wife or, or anybody. I'm like really weird. Like I had a, conversation with uh uh jack jack's friend hillary because she she uh caught a mouse recently and i talked about how uh christmas before last when we had mice in our new house and so i got a humane trap mm-hmm. and then i had peanut butter in it and i kept catching mice in the middle of the night and then driving them 20 minutes away to release them into the woods far from my house when you said you there was uh, peanut butter in there i assumed you kept catching your dick yeah, well, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, my my trap was my dick. Fuck the peanut butter. Uh, so, uh, lots of peanut butter. <laughs> it, 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 it was supposed to be creamy, but it always comes out crunchy. So, uh, anyway, so like three mice, it, like through the through the night, it, it might have been like two nights before Christmas. And then the next day, essentially, it might have been like two days later, uh, is when we found Bean in our backyard. Oh, Nice. It's kind of like the little reward for I, I could not I could not kill the mice. I, I right. had a problem. We had a rat in our garage back in California, and I really fought with getting a, a trap that was going to kill the rat. I had a real problem with it, but I did it because I felt like rats might carry diseases. I had cats. I had my wife. We all used the garage. The cats didn't, but me and wife didn't. Dante or Gidget had gotten out of the garage. I would have really flipped out if something bad happened to them. Right. Uh, so I got something that humanely killed, but still killed. And I never felt good about it. So with the mice, I was just like, they're just fucking mice. I'm just going to get something that, you know, some cheap Amazon trap. Right. Worked really well. Worked too well because three times that night, I'd go and I took a, a drive out in the woods to drop off these mice. And I felt bad because it's winter and they were probably cold. We, they, uh, they can find places. So we have three cats in our other garage. Yeah, like they can come and go as they please, and Alyssa was in there yesterday cleaning, um, and she sends me a picture. One of them just waltzed in with a mouse hanging out of its mouth. Yep, that's kind of what we got them for. Well, population it, control would never do it. No, yeah, yeah. You, These are she. She always talks shit to the hummingbirds outside no. uh, through the glass, but she's she's not a she's not a little hunter. I named, Bean, I feel like probably would and maybe even does because we have not had any problems with my sense. But. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one that had the mouse is named Stone Cold Steve Poston. 
<laughs> so <laughs> it's a fucking killer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, That's the greatest name for a cat. <laughs> she named one of the other ones Puma Thurman, too. I don't know what the third oh. one is, but. Does she have really uh, attractive feet to Quentin Tarantino? Oh. I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it oh, hits all three notes of Tarantino so... that it just like. 100% no, this is a Tarantino movie because here's a scene with a woman's feet mm-hmm. for no reason. Here's another scene with a woman's feet for no reason. Mm-hmm. Here's a third scene with a woman's feet for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the scene of horrendously graphic violence towards a woman by a dude, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. seemingly called for, but it still doesn't make it any less like you really like having these scenes. And then, of course... Um, having a completely fictional ending to something that's supposed to take place in the real world. Yep. Tarantino. <laughs> Just not a, not a bad movie overall, but fucking Tarantino. Yeah. No, I hear you. I didn't care for the movie, but uh it it was <clears throat> fine. It wasn't brilliant. No. And it really underwhelmed in how it ended. Uh all things considered, it's just like, wow, fucking cheap stupid ass. Whatever. Yeah. On that note, I got to go blow snow. Yeah. Uh, Matt, where can people find you? Um, Instagram. And uh, you have two other shows. Yeah. One that's on a hiatus and one that magically wasn't this week. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So Monster Madness is... Uh, so the plan... Because we record everything in advance. So the plan is to finish season two before we start releasing it. Um, Erica and Dan do 100% of the editing on that one and I know that they just life got in the way so season two's release sure. got a little delayed and I fucking literally I'm like dude I don't whatever I don't care so we've still actively been recording it and then one when, when we're almost done with season two we're going to start releasing it so I think March early March it's going to start coming back out again but so it's not gone it's not gone it's just it took a little longer for season two to come out um cast and the furious uh matt and i did a uh, fast it's called fast and furious so fast four earlier this week um i'm hoping we're gonna get back on like the once a month uh schedule um i know he's gonna be traveling less this year but we are trying to do a live show somewhere in that's really cool the state of indiana in the city of indianapolis i need to reach back out to the proprietor of the location um and just see what's going on with that. But, uh, yeah. Other than nice. that, where can people find you? Uh, I In hmm, their bushes. I, I'm, I'm on the Slasher app as Captain Temerity. My wife is uh, doing designs for the Teaster concert uh, contest they have going on over there. Oh, I nice. do this show, and I do another podcast. That if you are named Levi Krauss, uh, you listen to. And is Elsner's back? I'm doing a podcast for one person. Is Elsner's back? No. So what's the other podcast? It's a podcast specifically for Levi. I've done two episodes. And let me tell you about doing a podcast what? for one person, for a one-person audience. Um, it's probably really hard. I, I retained 100% of my audience from episode two to episode one. Okay. It, it's amazing. <laughs> so... I received fan mail. I received uh, fan art. Uh, it's really easy uh, if I decide to get an advertiser to target my audience. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the way of the future. Is that I, we already do the show for like seven people? Yeah, right. 
And and if we lose one, we steal it. If you lose your one audience member for for a podcast that is only for that one person, um, you can look at it as I only lost one person. Or you can just not do the show anymore, and you're okay, and so, you can just go on and like pick your next target. Oh my god, I have a lot of questions and not enough time to ask them. Um, why? Uh, it would be explained if you watch the podcast. And that's the thing. Am I able to watch it even though it is specifically for one person that is not me? At this point in time, it is only for one person. So how the fuck... <laughs> this is that fucking episode of South Park where Cartman buys the goddamn the amusement park and no one can get in because... I'm because feeling... Cartman's amusement park. So here's the thing. How many times have I pitched Elts Nerds? Do you think any of our listeners went over to Elts Nerds? No, fuck no, they didn't. Brandon did. Brandon was the one. Brandon was my one person. <laughs> Levi said, Corey will do anything to not talk on the phone with me. <laughs> Why won't you just be this man's friend? Like, it sounds like he just wants to hang out with you and you want nothing to do with him. Levi's the one friend that I've actually hung out with in Michigan twice. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he is the one who also makes all the effort. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, Levi and I have been working, let me rephrase, <laughs> I came up with a comic idea about 15 or so years ago that I wrote a couple of scripts for Levi for that much like doing a show with Matt Vincent, life got in the way. Yeah, right. And, uh, we're trying to get back to it now. And you're responding to all of his questions in podcast format? I am reading him the scripts. Oh, okay. And That's a little... I am also going over the inspiration and the stories behind the podcast and exploring the stuff because I, it's 15 years ago. I right. need to take a look at these scripts and figure out if they still work for me as the writer or not. And so in doing this, it gives me the chance to explore and to help come up with where things are going to go after the two issues that I've written because we'd like there to be more of it. So it was just something that I, I know Levi watches videos on YouTube as he draws. I'll do a podcast for Levi. And eventually I may release it as a kind of like bonus material for the comics. Oh, yeah, fair if enough. And when they come out. Yeah, fair enough. For a, an audience of upwards of four Three? people. Ooh, whoa. <laughs> Reach for the stars. Set that bar real high. Yeah. Um. But man, I got to tell you, doing a podcast for one person, it really is kind of just the perfect situation. Hmm. Right. Because a lot of times you do podcasts and you don't know who your audience is. We've had those discussions over the past four and a half years. Yep. We're always surprised when somebody shows up and like, oh, I listen to your show. The fuck you do? Yeah. Like, what? Really? Someone does? What? <sighs> All right. Sometimes I just get mad and curse us out on Twitter, but that's what Twitter's That for. happened one time. But it was so good. Oh, it really was, and I still will never, ever get over it, and I fucking do not like that person <laughs> at all. Um, but if you did a show just for her, and it was just you... just I saw the pictures that she posted on the, the internet. Time. It would be very weird. Yeah. Probably just me farting on a snare drum for an hour. So how's your band snare drum, man? Um, good. We're writing music and it's fucking super difficult. 
but being creative is hard. Uh, it's not easy. Um, we're recording March twenty sixth for five days. Um, hope to have the second EP out by June. Excellent. Yeah, so I gotta try. And, and f- of course, you'll be drunk. Um, I will stay sober until my drum tracks are done, <laughs> and then everyone can deal with me. Man, you know if if it if it worked for Tommy Lee. Well, let me tell you this. The one good thing about being the drummer is the fact that you're done first. So, like, there is no sitting around and waiting and, like, you know what? I just, I know that I am the first thing to get done. And then, They never come back to you and say, hey, can you redo this track because we, we went in another direction? N- <sighs> no, 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 no. We, so, when we went in the you last... You still got to be the base of what everything else is built on. Well, so, we don't... We <laughs> The first time around, we every song was done, done, done before we recorded. This time, we're kind of a little different. Like, <clears throat> but we're still, we'll still have everything hammered out and like practiced before we get there. So there's no, like, we're changing parts around in the studio. Um, that won't be the case. So it's just, Hey, play each song seven times. And then in the studio, they do studio magic and piece the best parts together. And then that's how they make the track. And so the last time, like after the second day I was done, it was just like two, two half days of playing the drums nonstop. Um, I bet you smelled glorious. I mean, I did go home, so I showered, but yeah, it's just, I don't exactly. But I've smelled you when you showered, and you still smell glorious. So. <laughs> I don't exactly have like the easiest part, drum parts in the world, so playing a song three times in a row, like without a break, is it's not easy, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. Matt wants us to come play. You don't, you don't have one of those magic pedals that does like the double bass for you? I do have a double bass pedal, but I still have to do it. It yes. doesn't do itself. Like so you do it, and it sounds like a quad bass pedal. They have one of those. I'm sure they do. They do. It's uh, it's very strange, but uh, whatever. I'm not in a fucking death metal band, so I don't need to know how to play double stroke bass drum, which I'm sure zero people who listen to this show know what I'm talking about. But I really got to go blow snow. You do. Up my nose. Doing cocaine. <laughs> not really. I'm kidding. Wow. You're Prank. making way too much money. <laughs> Levi, let me Let's know when I can do a podcast. Sponsorship from your other shows. Oh, there's I see none of that. That benefits ooh, that benefits one person. <laughs> and that person is not me. Now I hear ads on uh on your uh your other podcast. My statement stands. Yeah. I shouldn't say it benefits one person and just I haven't seen any of that yet. <clears throat> I know Eric will eventually listen to this. So get at me. Where my money? <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, so yeah, you let me know what you want to do at some point between now and the next time we record an episode, and then we'll do that for that episode. All right, sounds good. If I can find my mouse, I can stop things. So that'll do it for another episode of the podcast. Here we'll talk to you guys next week. Time. Hey, scary Levi. Hey.